I've been threatening to talk about Nomadland for a while now. I, I mentioned it a couple times with uh, regard to some other topics on this show. And I just decided it's time to do that now. I think it's a good time. I wish I had gotten on this back in, uh, I don't know, January, February of last year. But life got in the way. I wasn't able to do that. Um, also, frankly, it's taken me a while for it to kind of sink in because obviously I have a unique perspective on it, as do you listening, if you're into the van life, no matter what level or type of van life you're you're interested in. I think Nomadland is, is an applicable film in some ways. And so I thought it's it's time to to go ahead and, and talk about it. I'm gonna do two episodes. The first one just kind of outlining what's going on in the film and uh, some other details. And then the second one will be more uh, about my thoughts with regard to the film and van life in particular. So uh, the brief description is that it is the story of a woman who has gone through some tragedies in her life. Not only has her town, where she owned a home, been eliminated, as in the zip code was eliminated, was canceled, because the town existed because of, of a gypsum factory. And then that that business died, and so did the town. But also, her husband has died. And this left her in a situation with low funds. So she builds a van, builds out, converts a, a van, and decides to travel and live out of that. So we follow her as she kind of is introduced to van life. And I say that because there there are scenes where for the first time she's experiencing things like a flat tire and a breakdown, stuff like that. So it's it's pretty obvious that, that she's not experienced. Uh, she she does get good tips and, and advice from people along the way, including a community of people a group that meets, I think, yearly, um, led by Bob Wells, a real-world, real-life person who refers to himself as a van dweller. He's also a YouTuber and an author and inspiration to thousands of people who embrace minimalistic and nomadic lifestyle centered on van dwelling, so saith Google. Yeah, that's kind of the basics of it. We we follow her as she goes through her struggles and and difficulties with regard to employment and again a breakdown and just the emotional strife and difficulties that she's experiencing due to the loss of her husband and her her home. And of course the her I'm talking about is our lead character or protagonist uh Fern played by the spectacular, in my opinion, Frances McDormand, who is the wife of Joel Cohn, and Joel Cohn being one half of the Cohn brothers. And her filmography is spectacular. It starts in 1984 with Blood Simple, where she plays Addie. Uh, That's a great film, by the way. I highly recommend it. And then uh, a whole host of wonderful Cohn brothers movies, including Raising Arizona... If I had another little boy, I would name him Jason Caleb or Tab. Oh! He's an angel! He's an angel straight from heaven! No, honey. I had all my kids the hard way. You just gotta tell me how you got this little angel. What do you do? Just fly straight down from heaven. She wins Best Actress in Fargo at the Academy Awards. And then, of course, uh, several other 
Coen Brothers movies and a lot of other movies by other directors and writers and producers. She does a lot of producing. She's just a force in American cinema and arguably one of our greatest living actors. With regard to Nomadland, she wins the Academy Award for Best Actress. Also, she wins the producer role in Best Picture for Nomadland. So that this this film is a, is a force in, in our culture right now. I would imagine largely due to things like the homelessness crisis and related issues happening right now uh, in America and other parts of the world. But I'll get into that later. Right now, like I said, I just wanted to kind of lay out what the film is for those of you who haven't seen it. Um, and by the way, spoilers ahead, spoiler alert, I will be talking openly and freely about this movie without any concern for those of you who haven't seen it. So if you don't like movies getting spoiled on you, then uh, you should go watch it before you listen to this, because I'll be getting into details in this episode and the next. So moving right along and back into some of the structure uh, of the film, it's directed by Chloe Zhao, and she's a relatively new director. The other film I've seen by her is called The Rider, which is about the world of the rodeo. It's a very honest portrayal of rodeo in America, I think, to a great extent. Even considering my very limited knowledge of that topic, I, I have known some rodeo people, and from what I understand, it, it's well portrayed. And it's important to also note that the cinematography it was was done by Joshua James Richard Richards, who was also uh, the cinematographer on the writer with Chloe Zhao. So they're a team getting together for this film as well for Nomadland, and it's interesting because both films are shot in similar locations, kind of wide open America, and on RogerEbert.com. The reviewer uh, that reviews this film mentions that it, it feels like the entire film was shot during the golden hour, which it does. It's it's and that's an incredible accomplishment to get skies and lighting and uh, the feel that the lighting feel of an entire film to be to be so consistent it is really an incredible achievement. It takes so much time and planning and effort. And the fact that the film was done on a shoestring and with very low uh, and sim simple production values by, by comparison to so many movies these days really is, is one of the best reasons to watch it is just for the cinematography to see the scenery and how it's handled. So I recommend it just for that alone, uh, let alone the incredible performances of, again, Frances McDormand, our lead lady as Fern, and David Strathairn, who, who does a wonderful job as also as a an authentic van lifer. And by the way, the rest of the people in this movie are pretty much authentic uh, van dwellers or van lifers. So that just adds to the reality of the movie. Now, uh, I, I just want to just want to talk real briefly about the overall feel of the movie. And it, it really has a very sad kind of tone and energy to it that is you know, preceded by uh, our story of Fern, who again lost her husband and her home. So, you know, keep that in mind. It's not a good movie to watch when you're not feeling great or you're struggling with something 
I don't suggest climbing in your van and, and flipping this on all by yourself. If if that's where you're at, it would be better to watch with other people or to wait then until your own energy is good. That that's just my personal feeling about stuff like that. Try to try to be careful <laughs> with those things because it, it could send you down a spiral of of further sadness. It's again, it's not an upbeat movie. It's not it's not particularly joyful. It has joyful moments. It has uh, wonderful expressions of humanity. And a lot of that is just the incredible acting abilities of Francis McDormand. The the film is largely shot in kind of uh, semi-close-up of virtually all of our characters. It's a very intimate feeling film with regard to just how close we are to people as they're communicating uh, their lines and that's wonderful. It's it's just again, I can't go on enough about how well it's how beautifully it's shot and and how uh, sort of sensitive it is to uh, the the situations of our characters. All that having been said, I'm gonna go ahead and and cut this one short now, and and I'll do a part two either next as the next episode or within a couple of days. I haven't decided yet, but anyway, one final thought that I'll carry on with in the next episode is that in my opinion, this movie is a very narrow representation of van life. And what I mean by that is not everybody is destitute and living out of their van or undergoing extremely difficult financial times or, um, you know, not really ready for retirement yet forced into it. And that's that kind of describes many of the characters in this film. You know, again, be pre- be prepared for that because that's what we're seeing is a narrow um, representation of van life. There are a lot of young people out there, very vibrant. There are people with tons of money living out of their vans. Uh, I mean, heck, there's a pro baseball player you know, who who chooses to live out of a VW van, or he did a couple of years ago. I haven't followed up with that. But anyway, point is that uh, just keep in mind that that if, if you're an aspiring van lifer <laughs> and you have maybe some money to work with or you plan to to save enough money to live comfort, comfortably out of your van and travel as much as you want and and it's a choice for you, you know, keep that in mind before you watch this. Um, because this is kind of the uh, shows the difficulties, how difficult uh, van life can be. On the other hand, it doesn't come anywhere close to how truly difficult van life can be for some people who are truly destitute. So keep that in mind as well. Again, it's a narrow slice of van life. And uh, I'll wrap it up here. And other than to say that I would love to hear your thoughts about Nomadland. I will be publishing these episodes on the blog. So what I'll do is I'll output this this audio as text and we'll, and I'll put up articles. So you could go there and leave a comment or you could email me at podcast at vansage.com and I'll be happy to chat with you about that. And yeah, that's it for now. Uh, thanks so much for listening and look for episode two of the Nomadland Review from the Camper Van Podcast coming your way soon. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. The Vansage newsletter goes out every Sunday evening, and if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. 
packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. The fast mail train I see. I think I hear coming.